Welcome to episode number five of A Fishbowl of Thoughts. As always, I'm Ryan, and on the other microphone tonight... I am Margo. Sorry. Welcome I'm, back. I'm getting more topics as we're starting. Yeah, it's kind of like live, not live right now. We've put the topic thread out like 15 minutes ago, and we have topics literally rolling in, so... Uh, we might be getting topics as the show goes on. So, welcome to the first ever live, not live uh, episode of A Fishbowl of Thoughts, episode number five. Like I said earlier, uh, big thank you to Tom uh, Stout for stopping by last week, being part of the Halloween special. We had a lot of submissions for that episode, so um, there may be some residual Halloween talk. But you know what? It's only November first. So. Halloween is over. It is Thanksgiving, so I mean. Well, we don't have very many Christmas or Thanksgiving. Maybe we do. I don't know. We just got a bunch more topics that we put in here. So we'll see what's going to happen. But yeah, there might be some Halloween talk. You don't you don't know what you're going to get here on A Fishbowl of Thoughts. So that's what makes it uh, so much fun here on this show. We literally put the topics in the helmet and draw them out. Yes, we're still looking for Patreon. Yes, this is a startup podcast. Um, we appreciate everyone for the, the uh, listening support and supporting us with the topics uh, but if you want to support us further, head on over to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com, A Fishbowl of Thoughts, and uh, you can find us there. You can pledge your monies and uh, help us get the show even better. Or just pledge your lives. No, just your monies. I don't want anyone else's lives. I got enough problems <laughs> to deal with in my own life, so <laughs> I don't need anybody else's lives. Just your uh, just your support. But no, big thank you to everybody for listening and supporting us. Uh, I figure we'll just go ahead and get right down into it. It's a two-person show tonight, so I'm going to start the show off. Let's I'm starting it off. get down to business. Let's do it. All right, first topic. I've reached in there, and I've grabbed the topic, and I just want one. I got a couple that were stuck. All right, we have the first topic. Oh, why Team Blank is better than Team Blank from Jordan S. It was actually why Sports Ball Team is better than Sports Ball Team. Why Sports Ball Team is better than Sports Ball Team. Well, I'll tell you why Baseball Team is not better than Football Team. Football is just a better sport. I Uh, mean, it's as simple as that. I think that was my brother's sick and twisted way into trying to get us to have a football debate. But we all know whose football team is superior. I mean, at this point, I'll just go ahead and give you my thoughts on football teams. My team is an utter disappointment. It's not too late. I'm not switching teams. I've been suffering for life, so I'll just continue to suffer. It's not... uh, it's not that big a deal, but we yes, have cookies I'm a, and Mardi Gras beads. I'm a uh, Cleveland Browns fan, and it's disappointing right now, especially with all the hype leading up to the season. But eh, it is what it is. Um, I will definitely go ahead and admit that the Saints are definitely definitely a better team than the Browns right now, hundred percent. Well, duh. Make sure you make sure you're talking right up into that microphone there, so that they can hear you. Well, duh. There you go. Yeah, I mean. Even without our starting quarterback, still won, what, four games? You won, you won every single game that Teddy started. Except, so yeah. You, the only game you lost was, don't even, was the game against don't. the Rams, of course. It still hurts. I still have a Band-Aid from last year, or you're, I guess you're January. You're just going to have to get over that, peel that sucker off, and, and move on, because at least you guys are going to get another chance this year. Unless the refs, never mind. Well, you take it one game at a time. The refs will be the refs. They always help New England, so, you know. Well, right now it's going to be New Orleans and New England at the Super Bowl, and I hope that Tom Brady breaks a kneecap. I mean, the way things are looking, I wouldn't be surprised. And then, and then, and only then, will I become a Saints fan for the night. I will live it up. I mean, you, you're going to have to if you're going to... I, but I, mean, I swear to God, if if they do make it and you become a Saints fan for the night and they suck, I'm kicking you out of your own mother's house. You're bye. I mean, you can't really do that, but okay. I could. I mean, you could try. <laughs> I mean, but I'm telling you, if it's like the Saints versus the Chiefs, oh, go Chiefs all night long. Then my head will be in a hole somewhere because I would <laughs> not know who to pick. You won't know what to do, will you? I will not You'll know what no to do. You'll have no idea. You'll be like, uh... Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. Who is it? It's Drewby. Wait, who? Drewby. Is it Drewby? It's Drewby and Mahomey. <laughs> that's like your dream Super Bowl right now, isn't it? No, that's like a nightmare because it's then, both of my favorite teams. I mean, either th- way, I win. Then but you hope I for a tie, but they can't tie in the Super Bowl. So. But I'm still going to be rooting for the Saints. Look, my love for Travis Kelsey has nothing to like. It's not comparison with my love for the Saints. So, in your opinion, give me your thoughts on this real quick. 
what what team in the NFL? We're, we're just gonna. I mean, I know this wasn't directly NFL related, but we're taking it there because it's our show. Um, what team, in your opinion, is the best team in the NFL right now? Who that? So even though you're biased, you're just you're gonna go with the Saints. A Patriots fan would say the Patriots. So yeah, I'm going with I, the Saints. I, okay, that that's fair enough because it's your thoughts. Uh, I will I will say. New England has a great team because of their defense. Their offense, not so much. If somebody can figure out how to score That's on this offensive. defense, then they're going to lose a game or two. But with the coaching, with Tom Brady being the field general that they are, I just don't see anybody beating them in the Super Bowl this year. So even though they don't have the best offense, I think that overall, they're the team that knows how to win. And as much as it pains me to say that, because it, it hurts if I have to go through another Patriots Super Bowl, I don't know if I can handle it. Um I mean, they're set up to break my heart again this year, and I think I think they're better all around than the Saints as a as a complete team. Better. Well, coaching. yeah, they have the refs on their side. Well, you know that may be true too, and sometimes it's the luck of the break that you get. You know what I mean? It's uh, I don't know. I, I think the Saints are. I mean, their record says they're one of the best in the uh, NFC, but you can't overlook the 49ers right now either. They're undefeated. Is that the one that has Garoppolo? It is. Yeah. Um, That's a whole different thing. And and I don't think the 49ers will remain undefeated. I honestly don't think they'll even get number one seed. I think that the number one seed is going to come down to, in the NFC I'm talking, is going to come down to the Saints and the Seahawks. Ugh, even worse. But the Saints beat the Seahawks earlier this year. So... I mean, they've got the tiebreaker. They've already got the leg up. And the Seahawks are one of the toughest teams to beat on their home field. Yeah. And the Saints did that with Teddy Bridgewater starting. And God, I yeah, I was... hated Teddy Bridgewater. I hated him so much. I think that game was the chain, the, the turning point for you, wasn't I it? I was still calling him Teddy Bridge over troubled water, but yeah. He was the bridge <laughs> over the troubled water that you guys needed. And now Drew Brees is back and he's already lighting it on fire. Thumbs up. And I'm so sad that I sat him. Hey, I won that league that I sat in, my fantasy football league, the league I sat him and played dumbass Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I still won. Oh, and this week I have Kirk Cousins because literally my entire fantasy is team is the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh, and ironically enough, Tom was on the show last week and I freaking lost to him in my family league, so family and friends league. So you're welcome, Tom. Thanks. You're, you're welcome for the W. You better make the damn playoffs now if you're going to beat me like that. I have to play Mr. Deep in our end zone. Yeah. So, Wes, there's a shout out for you. Yeah. I think he's got a topic or two in the bowl. He's going to beat me. Well, you never know. Game game hasn't been played yet. Right now, I'm winning four points to three points. Go kicker. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, uh, what uh, what do you think? Let's just combine stick and ball sports right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would laugh about that. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Not racing. We all know we're, we're pro racing. Racing number one here. Your favorite sport other than racing would be football, right? Correct? Yeah. Okay. So what's your least favorite sport? Like soccer. Sport? Soccer? Yeah. I would go with that. Soccer is pretty damn boring. So um, I think that pretty much wraps up our thoughts on that little bit of football. I'm glad we got a, a, a sportier question that we turned into NFL because after racing comes the NFL in this household. So got that topic in there. Well, I, 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 oh, give us great. more football questions. What happened? What do we I've, got? I've I've forgot to uh, sit Cooper Cup and he has a bye week. Oh well, hey, let's figure that out. <laughs> Sorry, later. not on the podcast. I just got a notification. We'll figure that out later. Let's go ahead and put a bow on this one and pick the next topic. Oh, I'm glad you're back doing that. I tried to do that at the end of the show after you got your phone call last week and it went horribly. So I'm thanks for listening back to the show. Who called me? Somebody oh, called my you, cousin called and me. You yeah. took off, and then I tried to wrap up the show and put the bow on it. It didn't go well. Yeah, my cousin called me. If Either you didn't way, hear that? Go back and listen to episode four of the Halloween special. Here's the bow. All right, moving on. I'll let you pick this one. I'm gonna mix it up. Reach, reach in there deep. No, don't look. No cheating. No cheating. And what do we have? What do we have? All right, she's got the topic. She's opening it up. What do we got? Oh, I, I, it's AEW from Tom. I don't know what that is. That is the, okay. So Tom, who was on the show, uh, this, this kind of ties in, uh, we probably won't be on the subject long, but, uh, Tom is a, a huge wrestling fan. He writes for, and, and does a wrestling podcast for uh, PW torch. 
And he put in the topic, AEW, that's the new wrestling promotion that's going up against WWE right now. And for a while, pretty much you had WWE and that's it. And the product was crap. So now you have this competing uh, company, AEW. I don't even know what it stands for, but they've come on the scene. So, Margo, just give us your thoughts on on wrestling. What do you think about wrestling right now? It's fun to watch. That's all I got for you. <laughs> so, but but when you say it's fun to watch, it's fun to be there or it's fun to watch on TV. Well, the one little like oh, amateur, I guess it is, wrestling thing that we went through with we we went to with Tom yeah. is super fun. That was super fun. Yeah. Because you know, aside from it being ninety thousand degrees outside and the one tent with fifty people underneath it, that was super cool. Seeing how the wrestlers interacted with the fans, and we had that little group of young kids in front of us, and yeah, they were that all was mayhem on Mills. If yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. mayhem on Mills, and like. Just seeing the way that the wrestlers interacted with the fans. Right, we got to, we were like ten feet away from the ring. I got on the to, floor. like some of these fake bloods, or I don't know if it was fake blood or real blood. It looked real to me. Splashed on me and the little kids that were standing in front of us. That yeah. was super cool. So like it was like interactive. It's kind of like minor league type stuff. Like when you go to a minor league baseball game, you feel oh. like you're closer to the action than the major leagues. So AEW is all elite wrestling. All elite wrestling. Thank you for looking that up. Um, so now, you know, for a while you had WWE. For me, WWE has become so stale. When I was a kid, I watched WCW, WWF. Look, I, and I'm I watched a huge it fan of the Divas. So Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and, and for me, wrestling became stale uh, probably around 2004 for me. I watched pretty much religiously uh, with my father and friends up until about 2003. And then I just got tired of it because I felt like the writing got really bad. And nowadays, it's so WWE is so corporate. Like, there's barely any blood. Not that you need blood in wrestling to be good, but there's barely any risks. There's They, they pamper everybody. They have the champion who's barely ever even on the show because they got to protect him. It's, half the time, it's Brock freaking Lesnar who doesn't even do anything. He barely shows up except to wrestle five-minute pay-per-view matches. Why would you want that guy to be your champion? So, I'm just trying to, you know get you kind of where I'm at well, with see, this whole competition thing. When it comes to wrestling for me, I just remember being younger and watching it with my mom's ex-husband. And like, I loved it. Like that was back when it was like the undertaker. Um, Triple H was always my favorite. Cause he had this glorious hair. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. I loved him. And then like more kind of as an adult, more teenager, I got into the divas type thing. And, I know Tom loves Alexa Bliss, and so do I. Yeah. And then um, the twins and the Bella sisters. I love them, Nikki, and I can't remember the other one because she's irrelevant to me. But the Bella twins, all of Paige, all of them, I love just because you know this. They're these strong female characters because that's what they are. They are characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like Natalia, all of them. I loved watching that. I loved watching the cinematics behind the females and them just all being strong. But then it came to a hair pulling fist fight of who's the bigger bitch. And that's where I'm like, eh, you could tell that it was fake. Now, when they did the whole WWE divas, total divas, the reality show, I loved that. I I, I could imagine. I lived for that because I loved the drama, but also seeing what goes into their characters that they play. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But I mean, I always, I have to go back to when I was watching it with my mom's ex-husband and seeing The Undertaker and Triple H and all of them. Yeah, and that's that's something the WWE still has on occasion is those big names. Yeah. You know, which is and cool. And what's his, the Wild Boy. Wild Boy? I'm thinking uh, Randy Savage, Ra- but I have Ma- somebody else in my head. Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know. Um, the, the woo. Oh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah, now Charlotte oh, Flair's in there. Krista's going to listen to this and want to punch me because she loves <laughs> Ric Flair. The wild boy. Woo. And Who's, the bad part oh, is yeah. is I've met Ric Flair. I've told you that yeah, story. Yeah, in a gas station. Yeah. yeah. And Krista, anytime she wears her Ric Flair shirt, she always Snapchats me. So she's going to listen to this and probably kick me in the head on Sunday. Or no, it won't be up by Sunday. So she'll kick me in the head at Governor's Cup. No, this will be up before Governor's Cup. No, but it won't be up before Sunday when we see her. Oh, yeah. So So she'll have to wait till Governor's Cup. But yeah, so needless to say, we are not wrestling experts here. Tom, like, I should like get him on the phone. And I'm like, oh, what? But um, I mean, we're we're not wrestling experts. But 
Tom asking about AEW, I think it's a good thing. My, my thoughts on this whole thing. I think having a company that's kind of has the minor league mindset as far as we're not going to be afraid to take some risks. Now, it's not going to be all out like street blood, you know, brawls. Maybe it is. But WWE is like the corporate, right? It's the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. It's got all the big names. But they don't do a whole lot to really step outside their comfort zone. AEW is going to kind of come on and be that not just that competition, but if you're tired of the stale, boring WWE stuff, maybe you turn on AEW and you like that wild side a little bit more. So, so get your interest back in wrestling. So I think it's a good thing to have that competition. Is AEW supposed to be like NXT because NXT films no, here? No, NXT is like the feeder league. So it's kind of like that's where people get called up from into WWE. So is AEW going to be kind of like AEW head is to like head with head WWE? Head. They're trying to be head to head. They're trying to be like the better professional league. So like those, what they're trying to do is get wrestling fans that have become tired of the WWE product to get back into watching wrestling because the performers, the superstars in wrestling are amazing athletes and they're very good at what they, they do. Say what you want about wrestling itself. We all know it's fake. It's scripted. It's, it's a performance. It's a performance. Yeah. It's a soap opera basically uh, where they occasionally will hit each other. Um, so yeah, AEW is trying to be the competition, the, Hey, this is what wrestling still, this is what wrestling can still be. Come back and give us a try. They're trying to get all the fans that have gotten sick of WWE's tired product. And I'm right there with them. I'm, I would, I watch pay-per-views with Tom occasionally and he, I don't think he likes watching the pay-per-views because I'm very, you know me, I'm very outspoken. Vocal. Yeah. And I can be very vocal about how bad some of the stuff is like, I remember the Royal Rumble a few years ago. You know, that's the match where you got a bunch of people over the top rope, last man in the ring wins. Right? I know, I know yeah. what it is. They had a man's and a woman's Royal Rumble. I have not been watching the product. All I did was look at the confirmed competitors, and I picked both winners correctly. That shows you right there how predictable their product has become. And it wasn't even exciting. Like, And that's one of my favorite things, and it kind of soured me on... Really, any Royal Rumbles going forward. They do the Hell in the Cell matches. The last two years, I guess they've had disqualification. How the hell are you going to put somebody in a Hell in a Cell match and have disqualification finishes? WWE has become watered down and stale. And I'm sorry, Tom. I know you love it. it you know, you probably say the same thing about racing, and I that is fine. Fair. Wait, what's the one where they have the, the big vault of money hanging up? Uh, money in the bank. Yeah, money yeah. in the bank. I I actually those always are fun. I loved watching those. You get the ladders in yeah, there. The ladders and the tables. But God, and... do they make that shit look, look look so shitty? You got one guy climbing up the ladder at a snail's pace when they've been running up the thing all night, waiting for the other guy. Like, come on, don't miss your cue. I can't stall. And then the ladder will tip over, and he's trying to grab. Just grab the fucking briefcase and grab it. You're right there. Grab it. And they hey make hey it hostility. Up. Yeah, jeez. Well, I was just bad. saying that's one thing that I have always liked uh, watching as bad as it is it's always fun it triggers me when well if ryan's getting looks, triggered we should probably put it, a bow on well, it uh, i'll put a bow on it in a minute but my problem with the wwe is i understand it's stage it's scripted there are spots things get messed up but when you can't make it look like you're really trying it doesn't work and i've gone to different like local paper not pay-per-views but local wrestling events with tom and i have a blast because those guys they're putting their bodies on the line i watched one guy strap a chair to his back run from the balcony where me and tom literally run past me and tom with a chair strapped to his back jump on the ring and land on a guy it was fucking insane darby allen is the man so are you telling me that wrestlemania 2020 in tampa is a no yeah it's a no from me that's all right i'll go tom listen (laughs) if we get hey last time wrestlemania was in orlando me and tom didn't go we watched it on tv but it's in tampa but if we were to get free tickets i wouldn't say no but i'm not paying for it so that's fine because rockville is more important to me so so needless to say just to answer you know tom's uh question or give us our uh give my thoughts at least on AEW. i think it's great that wwe has some competition I think when somebody has no competition, like Madden with the NFL football games, they just get bad. And when you don't have anybody challenging you, you get complacent, you fall behind in your own product, it gets stale, and people will get sick of it. And I think that's what's happened to wrestling. And so it's good that there is another professional organization to challenge them. So that's my thoughts on that. My thoughts are I'm not, I I don't know enough to have thoughts, so. Your thoughts are you're still not turning on the TV to watch, right? Well, we don't have cable, so. Well, or the internet. 
or any other ways to watch things? No, my thoughts are just, I don't know enough about it to actually have a thought. So let's just say AEW was good. Would you watch it on a regular basis if it was just readily available to you? Maybe if it was like a Friday night and there was nothing else on okay. and Netflix crashed or something. Yeah. See, I always feel like there's... No some... offense, Tom. I'm just, no, I'm no. not a and, wrestling and, fan. And again, I, I'm not going to ever come on this podcast and be like, I, somebody asked a question about something and it's crap. No, I, it's great that everybody loves what they love. And Tom looks at us and probably says the same stuff about racing. How do these guys enjoy this on a weekly basis? You know, and it's like, how does somebody enjoy wrestling on a weekly basis? To each their own. And it's great that there are so many avenues of entertainment nowadays for people to entertain themselves that not everybody has to agree. I'm not going to sit in front of the TV and watch WWE. I'm not going to watch AEW, but I'm glad that for wrestling, because I do enjoy it on occasion, I'm glad that there's competition in the major upper echelons of wrestling because you need that to keep your product good. It's just like in racing. Competition is good. So, yep. with that said, <laughs> we'll put a bow on this one and move on. There it is. All right. So, we're going to move on to topic number three. Ooh, we're, we're getting better at this. First show, we it, we were like half a half hour a topic, and now we're, we're doing these things in uh, about 10 minutes. So, it's good. It's good. So, we'll, um, we'll go ahead and do the next topic. So, our next topic here coming from James A., so you know this ought to be interesting. Oh, this is going to be Yeah, fun. this is going to be real interesting, and you might get triggered on this one, so don't hold back. Um, this was from when I was asking people about questions for Halloween. It's not directly Halloween, but it's spooky, and it's creepy, and it's kind of altogether loopy. Um, the Adams Family. Exactly. Um, and yeah, James A. Yeah, put that together. Um, oh, I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you see what I did there? That's pretty good, right? That was good. Um so yeah, this to- this topic is pedophiles. Oh, the look on your face, mad, nope. mad, mad. Sorry, big mad. True, Margo. Fucking no. That's what. That's your thoughts on those, isn't it? Pretty much. Castrate them, bury them under the jail, get them the fuck off of my planet. I don't want them. I don't need them. I will kill them all. Goodbye. So, would you say they don't deserve second chances? No, they deserve a bullet from my forty in their forehead. Yeah. I think that... That is the one thing that I think we can both agree on when it comes to gun control is I should be allowed to shoot somebody. I mean, sure. You know, put them on a firing squad because I feel like if you are so low... And look, whatever's going on in your life, there are much better avenues to seek help than to prey upon a young child, a young, innocent child. I mean, it's... (laughs) Not only is it disgusting, it's outright just wrong. Like, what What goes through somebody's head to make you think that that is right? Look, I never thought I would be that mom that before we go trick-or-treating, I checked the sexual, the, se- uh, the sex offender database, the map. Yeah. Until, I mean, anybody that listens to our show has seen my son, has met my son. There is not a stranger. He doesn't know a stranger. He can right. talk to anybody. He loves everybody. Best believe before we went trick-or-treating, my ass was looking at the sex offenders database, looking at the map, making sure where we were trick-or-treating was good. Yeah. And uh, like as a child, I don't remember my mom ever doing that because, well, once again, if people on here have met my son, they've met my mother. She was not the bitch to test. Yeah. I love you, mom. You're not a bitch, but come on. If anybody ever approached my child or made me feel like I was my child's safety was threatened, I would not feel bad either kicking that person in the nuts or hoo-ha, punching them in the, in the face, or just straight up shooting them. I wouldn't yeah. feel bad. I'm no, sorry. No, it, because I feel like there are certain things. we People make mistakes, and you can do something stupid, but there are certain things that, I'm sorry, if you go to try to meet with a 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever, it doesn't matter. You age, are a An sick. underage child... If you make plans to meet up with that kid, you do not have good intentions. See, and people... And I'm sorry. You don't deserve another chance. People will argue, especially when it comes to female children, that the age of consent in the state of Florida is 16. It is. But there is a four-year gap. Sixteen. If a 16-year-old is dating a 20-year-old, that is still statutory rape if he touches her. The age of consent in Florida is 16. Yeah. I remember being 16 and dating a 19-year-old 
And it, it did not make my parents happy, but they knew the person. Right. I don't even think at 16, aside from the fact that had I not known this person my entire life and his entire life, my parents wouldn't have been okay with it. Because as a 16-year-old, you cannot make an adult decision. Right. You, there is no way. Because you look at a three-year age gap now, and it's like, it's blink of the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, you're 31. I'm 27, almost 28. That's three years. Yeah. It's not a big deal. But 16 but yeah, to 19 or 20. 16 to when you're 20, 28, 27, 26. That's a I, huge I'm difference. sorry, sweetheart. If you are 15 and you're dating a 23-year-old, he doesn't love you. He loves what's underneath your pants. <laughs> yeah, and to put it bluntly. He should be shot. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's wrong. And, I mean, let's just, pedophiles, if someone that's labeled the pedophiles, they never had good intentions. Now, it's one thing for, you know, somebody a little bit older to know somebody and have good, but there, if you're trying to meet somebody on the internet who's underage and you know they're underage, let's just face it. You don't have good intentions. You get caught. You don't deserve another chance. You should be done for. This is, this is why I can't ever have a daughter. Cause I don't think I have to worry about it with Dawson, but there are still well, those female and, predators and, but, against yeah, there young are, males. But you know, and you're raising your son to be respectful and, and a good child. So but you know, if I ever not. have a daughter and some grown ass man comes up and approaches her or even approaches her online, they're going to be a problem. I'm probably going to end up in handcuffs. And luckily, thank God, I look good in orange because <laughs> I won't feel bad. Brown colors. Uh, Tennessee. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I say, you know, there have been shows where all the topics come up and we have very differing opinions. We both have the same opinion here. Um, if you're a pedophile... I'm shooting you. You know, before you get castrated by Margot, think about what the fuck you're doing and change your ways. It's not going to be castrated by Margot. It's Margot's going to shoot your penis off. <laughs> <laughs> That's castration. I mean, but one way or another. Like, the gun that I would be shooting them with, they would not have lower limbs at all. So I hope you enjoy just being a stump with arms. <laughs> Because you're no, Mm-mm. you're saying you're saying you know draw and quarter, and then chop the penis off. Mm. Yeah, when when she growls like that, guys, um, bring back the guillotine. But I want a hole for the head and a hole <laughs> for the littler head. <laughs> Double headed guillotine. You heard it here first on a fishbowl of thoughts. It's really not that hard to make. I watch Criminal Minds. I could make a guillotine for pedophiles. That's true. So you're saying take all the pedophiles. Don't register them online. Register them on the double-headed guillotine. The Book of Margot. The Book of Margot. Uh, yeah. Guys, I'm telling you. Dexter had right a code. Margot has a code. Don't end up in the Book of Margot because you'll lose both your heads. Yeah. It would suck to be a male who could only use one brain and have two heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm. Ah. So no on the pedophiles. Nope. That's it. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's, let's uh, pick another subject here i think we've said all we need to say thank on you that james one. for that because yeah. you know just what to say to get margo triggered hey hey it's all right we we like the uh we like stretching the boundaries on he's gonna show. listen to it and laugh his ass off oh, yeah. he's gonna be like yep of course that's, be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's my that's niece I, I know they'd both go off so yeah if you're a pedophile cut your own dick off and don't do it so let's put a bow on that hey you want to pick the next one Sorry, the peanut butter got all up in my air. I know, you're eating a Butterfinger peanut butter Butterfinger butter peanut butter. I thought it was... Talk about worst Halloween candy. That was last show. It wasn't bad. It was just weird because it was yeah, like it, melty. It sounds weird. Oh. oh, no. We lost a topic. We'll get that in a minute. <laughs> trying to stir them all up. You're stirring the pot here. Just pick it's, one. It's what I do. There's a bunch clumped together, so... Yeah, I saw that. All right. Let's see what you got there. It takes like half the show to unfold the damn pieces of paper. It's from Seabase. Oh, all right. Sebastian B. Hi, Seabase. Podcast. Podcast. All right. Oh, can I, can I, can yes. I, can I, can Go I, ahead. can I? Start okay. us off. Hey, real so. quick though. Grab the one that we dropped just so we don't forget about it. Give me that. Give me that. This is exciting. We're literally going to talk about podcasts on our podcast. Here. We already talked about that one. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we kind of did, So because we did worst. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take that out. That's best Halloween candy. All right. All right, so Seabass says podcast, and I know you're going to say a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. Yeah, he's, he is a listener. Yep. I know he is. That's why I know you're going to say it. Yeah. But 
uh, this goes back to the whole castration thing, and I watch oh, Criminal boy. Minds. I am a huge, huge true crime. Like, if the FBI ever saw my Netflix, my internet searches, any of that. They might investigate. They would probably investigate. <laughs> true crime is my passion. I love it. My favorite podcast right now, aside from, I think it's called A Date with Dateline. I don't know what it's called, but I know I listen to it. Is right now Big Mad True Crime. Yeah. With with Heather? With Miss Heather. Yes. Miss Heather Ashley Woods. I love her so much. What she does is she investigates actual stories, like true crime stories. Like she just did the Chris Watts case, which Ryan was obsessed with her telling of the Chris Watts case. Well, and the 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 reason is I, I've known about Chris Watts for about a year. I saw a uh, random YouTube video pop up, you know, uh, analyzing a criminal's actions. And it was about Chris Watts because they have all that body cam footage and yeah. stuff. So I've, you know, I've learned about the case through that. And it was I'm, unfortunately a fascinating case just because of how much because he lied. Because he is sick and, and, and twisted. And, and how sick yeah. and twisted it was. Right. So to hear it retold from somebody's perspective who's just like, fuck this guy. What a piece of shit. But does it in such a way, like such an engaging way that. Even though she's like literally burying this guy like he should be, she's telling it, it, she's giving you the facts. She has all the facts. She's giving to it in a very, giving it to you in a very entertaining way, very fun listen. So it was a good, even though I've already knew about everything in the case, so none of it was shocking to me, it was a great listen. Yeah. And that's just the beginning of her podcast. She's been, podcast. She's been (laughs) following true crime for about. A year now, she has covered Jennifer Cassie. She has done that Sydney Loof, which isn't as known. I'm looking at her thing right now. Christian A., I can't say his last name, but he is from Meridian, Mississippi, and that was a huge, was he murdered See, or was that it one suicide? I don't know about, so that'll be interesting. That one's on her Instagram. It okay. is not one of her podcasts. Okay. She has covered all of the... Um, the Dominican Republic deaths, you know, the weird ones where Americans go and to the DR and then they just suddenly die. Yeah. Um, she has covered, let me see, because there's another, Sydney Loof, Christian A., Jennifer Kessie, which was a popular one, Brooke S., the 16-year-old girl who gave birth to a child and buried it into her backyard and tried to pass it off as, like, a miscarriage. Jeez. Um. Nicole Olson, the Stay Family Murders is on her podcast. That Chris was, Watts that was is on a crazy her. One. Chris Watts is on her podcast, and then uh, Natalia yeah, Barnett, the, 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 orphan. the orphan. That was freaking crazy. Like, the ones that she's done on her podcast, and I know that she is looking into Casey Anthony. I don't know if it will be soon, but me and her talk quite a lot, so I know that she's looking into Casey Anthony. And then another one that I have suggested that's still open. And we want to get into that one because I really don't feel like getting really big mad right now. Right, right, because that's not the topic. Uh, but no, but right. she she does all of the true crime and stuff, and like it's just so weird because you see stuff on the news, but she actually has like people that give her information. She has her own sources that are actually close. To, like she was ended up talking to one of Chris Watts's or one of um, Shanann's girlfriends uh-huh. in the Chris Watts case was one of her intels. So that was super cool to be able to like, she know because her husband is a police officer, she knows that side of things. And she also knows like the forensic side, the whole, you know, uh, Shanann Watts was like this devoted mom who did all her MLM crap and never not answered her phone constantly in contact with somebody. And then she just doesn't like, that's weird. Yeah. So, I love that one. A Date with Dateline is pretty cool. And those are actually the only two that I really listen to lately. So, obviously, you like podcasts because you listen to them. But, like, how do you... What are your thoughts on podcasts as a medium, as a way to get stuff, information, stories, whatever it is out there? What do you think about podcasts in general right now? I think they're super cool. I Look, I love, like, live podcasts, like the live... The video podcasts. I love that. But if I can't close my phone and listen to it while I'm doing dishes, I'm not going to keep my phone open, not answer a text message without it getting blocked. I love like the Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts where I can just plug in my headphones, do it while I'm being productive, 
instead of just having to sit there and watch. Because I think that's a good thing. Like with, with Heather, you can pretty much see her face when you're listening to her voice. Right. I don't have to sit there and watch her do a Facebook Live. So Because I, that can be tedious because you might have a hundred other things to do. What's so great about podcasts is, especially nowadays, there's, there's so much breadth and depth in podcasting. You can literally have a podcast on anything. What are you into right now? True crime? Boom. You got that. Sports? You got that. Football? Racing? It's all there. You want a comedy podcast? Boom. Go to Earwolf. There's plenty of comedy. There's whatever you want. There's movie podcasts. There's Disney podcasts out there. What? What's so great about the podcast genre is it's on demand. There's literally a podcast for everybody, and you'll find your podcast that you'll... Like, I've been listening to Tom and Dan for ages just because... And look, they... I've kind of grown out of some of their humor, but I still love listening to those guys. I've been listening to them for years, and they still make me laugh, and that's that's all I need. So it's great in this on-demand society that we live in to be able to pull up your phone when you have some... Like today, I was cooking dinner, and I listened to Tom and Dan. Yeah, you always listen to Tom and Dan when you cook, which yeah. is kind of funny because I'm usually listening, even though I've listened to every episode that Heather has, I still listen to it. Yeah. Because something about her voice makes me want to get my ass in gear. See, and that's the thing. You're going to find... Somebody that you click with, and you're there's good podcasts and bad podcasts. We're on the bad side right now because we're just getting started. But there's literally something out there for everybody. And what I love so much about music, like I'm I'm a huge mu- music person. I love listening to music. I love rocking out in my car. But sometimes I just need something else to stimulate my brain. Something live, you know, something that I haven't heard before. Something new. Somebody talking to me. And that's what's so great about the podcast. I can pull up my podcast app and be like, hmm. Do I want to listen to something about the NFL today? Do you want, or do I want to listen to some Tom and Dan and kind of have a you know something I can just kind of have on in the background and laugh at occasionally? Oh no, you know what? I want to I want to hear about all the NFL games yesterday because I was out living life and I didn't get to see them all. You got that. If you're a baseball fan, you can you can go on your podcast app and listen all about the World Series. Congrats, Nats! I know my sister's happy, so that's why I threw that out there. But that's why I love podcasts. You can get your news, your entertainment. Whatever media it is that you're into, you can find it in podcast form that you can literally listen to on your phone in bits and pieces as you go on about your day, or you can lay down in bed and just listen to a podcast and let your imagination go wild. Like you could listen to a true po- crime podcast and place yourself there on the scene and be part of it. If you or have, if you nightmares, that, or have nightmares, I place myself Depends there. Depends on where your brain's at, but I think podcasts are great. And what you know, we just decided a month ago that wouldn't it be fun we got all this recording equipment wouldn't it be fun to just set it up and just ha- come up with an interesting podcast today and here we are doing a podcast anybody can do it you got a microphone and a computer anybody can have a podcast and maybe that's where people say well there's too many fucking podcasts out there most of them suck ass i really don't know why you have to channel my family with the southern accent that's can just you my not? go-to okay i've been doing that for years so pack the car do something else pack get, the a, car. get a different fucking pick, accent why you gotta pick on my family eh just because we're from Vermont where there's more cows. Oh, Canada. I don't know where I'm going now. I <laughs> screw you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I love podcasts are like podcasts and music. If it wasn't for that, I don't I, I don't know. I'd be it'd be boring ass commutes to work. Gee, thanks. You don't come with me to work. Take so, frown upon it. Yeah, they were. They were like, hey, <laughs> No, bring your child to work today. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, you sit on the other computer and play on the internet. Don't go to that site. What are you doing? <laughs> No, but uh, no, I, I love podcasts. I think they're great. It's fun that we're able to do one. And literally... Look, if y'all like listening to my annoying-ass voice, more power to you. Right? Well, hey, you being on the show gets us more listeners for sure. But like, okay, so here's the thing. And, and it's so great that if you have something to say, and it don't matter what, what you have to say, you might have thoughts on Disney movies. You can literally sit at your computer can we, can and record those. You, you know what? If can you, I? If you want to do a Disney podcast during the day, come in here and do a Disney podcast. I'll get you set up on on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts. I think we just need to take that so, idea and um let it go. <laughs> I see what you did there. But literally, anybody can get some recording equipment, and it doesn't cost that much. I mean, the audio quality, if you know what you're doing, can be better than others. I've heard good podcasts and bad sounding podcast i mean when heather started her first podcast did not sound great but boy does she get better quick she got some good equipment Look, my and... favorite thing about heather's podcast is kyle's little intro that he did yeah. the music no it's great. like i hear it's it great. and i automatically like start dancing to it it's, well it's i i had a, a, a gentleman reach out to me last week about the intro music we use for this and 
you know, reach like, out hey. to you or the one that reached out to me. He reached out to you, and then he reached out to me. Oh, okay. Um, as long as he did it on he, both he sides, he didn't want he he didn't want to offend. But literally, that's music that I wrote on a song that I've never quite finished. And I was literally putting the first episode together. I'm like, I need some intro music that no one else can claim as there. So I just grabbed that. It's one of my favorite little intro riffs. And um, it needs more bass. Okay, you tell him that. See, now here's the thing. On the actual work workstation where I'm actually working on that song, it's got the bass. It's got it, you can hear it a lot better. This podcast has a EQ on it for voices, so it cuts all the low frequencies. So music therefore sounds not as not as good, not as it sounds more bright because you want your voice to come through and you know really shine. But the music doesn't have the same like you know the the same girth to it that maybe you would want in metal. Yes, I said God, girth. I hate <laughs> that <laughs> laugh, word. laugh, ha <laughs> ha. So this is, being an audio podcast, I have an audio e or uh, I have a vocal EQ on it, so it cuts a lot of those frequencies. Like I said, so the music you hear on this podcast doesn't sound as great because I have it set up for our voices to sound good, and I have gotten people say that it does sound really good. So that's what I'm aiming for. The music. It's on there so that when it comes on, you know what you're listening to. And when it fades out at the end of that weird shit that I created, you know what you're listening to. It's either you get the music he created or you get me singing Do Re Mi from Sound of Music for Soundcheck. Because that is how our Soundcheck went today. So, But no, to kind of put a bow on this topic, I love podcasts. I'm so glad that there's literally whatever I'm feeling like I can pull up a podcast and listen to. And anybody can make them. I think it's a great... Uh, media to have and it's great that um, there's so much entertainment at our fingertips in audio form that uh, literally anybody can enjoy a podcast i agree there's there's some like children's type podcasts that me and dawson will listen to for sure i mean there's literally anything out there so anyone and i know a lot of old people like pod what you know (laughs) like that hum what guy but what um, you know, some people don't get it, and, and a lot of companies are a lot of the the hipper companies are starting to come around and actually sponsor podcasts because the hipper companies, you old fossil. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, it's really becoming. I mean, it sure as hell beats radio. Yeah, some podcasts have commercials, some don't, and some podcasts will do a commercial and make it part of their show and make it funny, and you actually want to listen to it. So it's a great medium, great uh, thing for sponsors to be on. Somebody sponsor this one, please. Literally, if you sponsor us, I'll do a commercial in the middle of the show for you. It'll be fun. Anyways. Your name here. That's right. Margo will sing your company name for the low, low price of whatever you want to pay me. So anyways, with that said, I think we can both agree uh, podcasts are good, and uh, I enjoy doing this one. So Yeah, sure. Boom. That means we're going to move on. Uh, yeah, we got time. For each do another topic and probably be right at the hour mark. Um and oh you're leaving me sweet notes all right so let's see what our next topic is going to be i'll pick one what and happens you... when i get a pencil and a pad yeah right you're over there like yeah he's yapping about podcasts i'll just make some notes That's how here. i focus adhd hello all right let's see what do we got here our next topic i have it in hand let's unwind it and see oh okay well this is just the tom podcast today even though he's not with us his spirit lives on with his topics that he has presented to us um so this will be fun, and it kind of segues from what we were just talking about. Uh, technology's increasing president, uh, increasing presence in everyday life. So technology's increasing presence in everyday life. I mean, it's true. There's not, unless we're sleeping, there's not a moment where technology is not right in our face. So what do, what do you think about that? Do you think that's good? Do you think it's bad? I think it's 2020 and technology is just going to keep being being a bigger and bigger part of our life. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, we all have iPhones or Androids or whatever. I'm so sorry if you have an Android. Yeah, me too. I don't know how to use them. Um, you know, I, I think having a source of information in your hand is good, but I also feel like it causes a lot of distractions. Look, and- the only thing that I don't like that is technical technological i guess these days is books because um yeah there's i'm sorry for me there's nothing like you see we we're getting dawson's birthday presents in and they are all books and yeah. i'm getting so excited to like go through and open every book and smell that new book smell and i hope that my child keeps like relishing in that 
Because the day he looks at me and goes, Mommy, I want to read this book on my Kindle. I'm going to be like, well, good luck. Go crack open an encyclopedia because we don't have a Kindle. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are some, like, when I was in college, I was able to save money. And get, we, any college student knows saving money is, is usually a thing you need to do unless you're spoiled. I would buy books online and buy the, you know, downloadable version. But I had a harder time reading and staying engaged in those books than I did an actual textbook. But on the flip side, when I was doing my homework, taking a test, hey, hit the search button and search whatever I needed. So there, it's like with everything, there's pros and cons. Like, I love having my cell phone because if I want to show you what that word is that I couldn't pronounce, I could pull it up on my phone. <laughs> no, you couldn't because Because I, I can't it. say it and I can't spell it. It's colloquia. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and make a fool of myself. But like, if I don't know something or need to look something up, I can pull it up and boom, there it is right in front of me. But at the same time, if I'm at work grabbing coffee, having a conversation and I pull out my phone, I get distracted on the conversation. I'm literally having a conversation with two people, being engaged with something, and I pull out my phone and then I'm out of the conversation because I found something else. Because I feel like our brains constantly need to be stimulated with something nowadays and we get that from our phone and then other things just like, I can't tell you, and this is my own fault, how many times there'll be a movie on, and I'm paying attention to the movie, and I'm like, eh, and I pull up my phone, I'm like, okay, I just want to just, just what's going on in life? Oh, I missed part All of the right, movie. All right, So, well, I feel like having technology and it increasing our lives, it's inevitable. It's going to, technology is the way of the future. It's what saved the, the last recession, so. Look. Technology is a double-edged sword. It is great. But when you are looking at your phone more than you are paying attention to your significant other and your child, and I know or sometimes, I know that there are times that I can be guilty of just, like no, you just said, playing on our phones or whatever while we're watching a movie, really not paying attention right. to the movie or each other, but we're kind of still there. And I've been trying to work on that. But if you are one of those parents that sits in a park and plays on your phone while your child is getting a concussion because he just fell off the slide, I'm probably going to walk up to you and break your phone in half. I think what we struggle with as a society is not the fact that we have the information in our hands or the technology in our cars. It's that we don't know how to utilize it properly enough to know when when it's appropriate and when it's not. And, and you bring it up your kids. Like you're sitting at, you used to go take your kid to the park. You sit there on the bench. You'd enjoy the fresh air. You don't or, ever just or, sit on the bench or, okay, in a park. Or you'd go play with your kid. There's, you know, that, those were the kind of the two options. Now, I would say like 90% of families go play, go play. I'm going to play Tetris on my phone now. And then they're like, oh shit, my kid's been abducted by a pedophile to tie back to earlier topics. But, and then there's there's me. I tell Ryan I'm taking Dawson to the park or we're going to go on an adventure. And an hour later, I check my phone and I have 47 messages. Are you guys okay? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, my phone was just in the stroller or in my purse or something. And I was paying attention to my child because that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. And it, earlier, technology helped the show. You got two topics while we were sitting there top, talking about yeah, the first topic. Yeah, it can definitely be a help and a hindrance. Yeah, I try, like, especially when Dawson's here or, like, if we're cooking dinner, enjoying each other's company, I try to put my phone to the side. Now, if Dawson's watching Blippi and eating his lunch, yeah, I'm playing my game on my phone. But he's not sitting there, Mommy, come color. Mommy, come build blocks. Mommy, do this. Mommy, do that. The second he says, Mommy, I look over at him and I put my phone down. Yeah. It's it well that's, I, you know you get up in the morning and you spend the first hour to 2 hours of your day playing with him before you're even on your phone. Yeah so and uh, you do know like, how and we all do. We we know when it's appropriate and when it's not, but sometimes well, I feel I, like we're just in it too much. I try even when he's not here when he's at his dad's, I take my my hour and if I'm on my phone, I'm not on Facebook, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm usually like sorry people, this might get a little uncomfortable reading my devotional on my Bible app. Or because sometimes Candor will send me, you know, verses of the day. I kind of just, I spend it not necessarily talking to anybody, just reading whether or listening to a podcast, something. But I'm not sitting there on Facebook, on social media or any of that. I'm literally just having peace and quiet for about the first hour and a half that I'm awake. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll text you at 1130. I'm like, God, I hope he doesn't think I'm just now waking up. But it's kind of my routine. I literally just sit in peace and have my coffee. and. I, some of it involves technology. Like even at work, like my first thing I do, I clock in, I go get my coffee, 
And then I kind of relax a little bit before I dive into anything heavy. I do some busy work or sometimes I check my NFL fantasy teams. Just kind of wake up, get into the day because I feel like I got to wake my brain up. I got to stimulate it somehow. And we do it with technology. And I, I feel like the thing that we fail to do with technology is remember that the best communication and the best interaction comes face to face because with Facebook, with Twitter, with texting, I we're too like it's almost like people are too connected nowadays to where everybody knows what everybody's doing at all times for the most part. Oh, I am the that worst. When at you that. see I the person, and I don't like, feel bad. I already know what you're doing, so I have nothing to talk about. Does that make sense? I mean, it absolutely, because sounds- people tell me all the time, but I have so much family out of state that I'm like, you know what? I don't care if you don't want to see what I'm doing with my son, then just right. And, and that's uh, the delete thing. me. Use it as a platform to. You know, kind of scrapbook your son's life. Because while I talk to it's my a digital scrapbook, I talk to my dad every day, but I don't talk to my family in Michigan every day. So right. me sharing pictures and them getting to see it—that's right. different. And, and at, at the same time, it's no good. People, they know what you're up to. They know everything's good. They know Dawson's doing great. No people, I am not going to make a 37-person group chat. Yeah, you want to yeah, know what my kid was for that's Halloween? Annoying. Go on Facebook. Right. I, I yeah. don't care. And you know. I'm not saying that it's it's not good to be connected. It is because it's nice to know you can pick up your phone and pretty much talk to anybody versus back in the day, oh, I hope they're home. So, you know, it's good and bad, but I feel like as technology increases, the the ways of communication, the ways of getting information, the ways of interacting of the past are kind of falling by the wayside. And sometimes it's nice to put down the phone, turn off the computer, unplug your damn earphones, and go outside and take a walk or go watch a movie without interruptions or go sit like we do a lot of times. It's funny. Tom made fun of us last week for doing this. Just go sit on the front porch and talk. Yeah. And even if we if we do have our phones out on the front porch, we're usually playing Pokemon because yeah, we play, hey, again, it's, technology's great. I it's, I can catch Pokemon as I sit on my front it's porch. It's what we're whatever. gonna do when we're done with this. We're gonna get off of here and go battle on the front porch. Right. Right. And that's probably how but we're gonna end our night. It's so just, it's good. But it's, it's just it's what we do. It. Yeah. And we we also get out of the house for about an hour every night and go take a walk. We take walks and we go to Target and we that's it. That's all we do. No, just kidding. <laughs> But no, I mean, but hey, but tell me there hasn't been nights where we're both sitting on the couch, TV's on, I, we both couldn't tell you what the hell's on, and we're both buried in our phones. Yeah. Not because we're ignoring each other, but because we both have things going on. So sometimes... And half the time we're talking to each other like, in other conversations. Other or like talking to the same person, you know. Yeah, 90% but, of the time, if you look, have your messenger not, open talking to somebody, I'm talking to the same person. I'm not <laughs> sitting here and preaching and saying technology is becoming too much. I'm guilty of all the cons that I've talked about. That's why I know I can talk about them. And I feel that it's great that I literally can be like, hey, what's the definition? Oh, that's what that means? Okay, great. It's all right here. Oh, I can find the score of the game. Oh, I don't really care about baseball, but I know what's going on in the World Series because it's right here in my hands. That's great. But when it comes to the point that you and your significant other don't talk to each other because of this, that's when you got to put it down and go reinvent yourselves. Thankfully, 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 in my relationship to you, it's not like that. So I'm very thankful for that. And, uh, you know, I think like with anything good, you got to be careful with it. And it's, I guess hair ties are more dangerous in this relationship. What's going on over there? 47 pounds of (laughs) hairspray that I still have not washed out of my hair from my cute little Miley Cyrus Pennywise pigtails on Halloween, and I just took my hair down. Uh, and God, I am here. so glad we are not a video podcast <laughs> because I look like a fucking lion right now. I'm over here trying to put a bow on this topic, and I see you struggling and and hear it in the headphones that you're yanking your hair out. I'm like, what is going on? So my I pinky guess, finger literally just got stuck in my hair. I guess that means we should put a bow on this. I think everybody knows what we're getting at Terrible. here. Ow. And. You know, use your technology to listen to our show and then pay attention to everybody else. Let's go ahead. Let's do. Yeah, we got time. Let's do one more. Can I put the lion's mane back up? And then we'll. Uh, no, see, I'm trying to make your life more difficult here. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Reach in, grab the last topic. That's what we're going to wrap up the show with. Let's see what we get. And what do we got? What do we got? Ooh, ooh, this should be good. I have no idea. I didn't see what it said. What do we got? What God, I really wish you would get better handwriting. Do you need me to read it? What makes a song sound 
good, a song good, lyrics or the music? Ooh. Jason R. That is a good question. Hi, Jay. He's been so good at giving us topics. I really, really do appreciate that. He helps the show very, very much. That's a good question. So to you, what what makes the song better, music or lyrics? And I feel like I know the answer, but why don't you tell everybody? Yeah, well, we're not a video podcast, so you got to talk. <laughs> the lyrics. The lyrics. <laughs> Says the girl who has song lyrics tattooed, tattooed on, her. on her. Yes. It's not musical notes. It could be, but it's not. So I love music. I cannot stand instrumental music. I don't know why. It just, it has to speak to me with the lyrics. Like I have the lyrics, don't sell yourself short. You might be bulletproof. Shout out, shine down. Screw you, Phil, because I know you're going to hate on that. (laughs) Uh, I have those tattooed on me. Obviously, those lyrics speak to me to make me love that song so much that I would get it tattooed on me, especially in memorial of my mom. You know how many songs I listen to literally just to hear certain snips of lyrics. So, like... Yeah, the line uh, comes no. up, and then you're like, "Okay, next song." It's 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 like the "A Day to Remember" song where I'm like, "I hate this town. It's so effed up." Yeah, that that entire verse of the song, I love. That's the only reason I listen to that song. Yeah, yeah, I, I listened to that while you were sound checking in here. Sorry. See, for me, like lyrics are important, and there are a lot of you know lyrical things that I connect with, but. For me, the music's got to be good, or else I'm not into it. Well, you're you're a musician guy. I am a vocalist, so I think that's where it's different. Like you are more the drums and the guitar and the producing part, even though you do sing. Yeah, I grew up doing musical theater and choir, and pretty much just being vocally trained. Now, if the lyrics are complete crap, I'm gonna shit on it too. I mean, like if we're talking, we can't stop Miley Cyrus. Yeah, they're crap. Yeah, yeah. There's a bug up there. Uh, he was distracting me. Yeah, fine. But yeah, it's, it's okay. Right. We'll get him. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we won't because I'm not fucking Stretch Armstrong, so I can't get that. Sorry. Luckily, it's not a scary bug. But uh, but no, I I I think it's they're both important, of course. Uh, a, a song with good lyrics and bad music, if it's annoying, you're not going to want to listen to it, and and vice versa. But for me, like I love instrumental music. I feel like the music speaks to me, whereas words. You you have to you know they're telling you something and they're just telling you what they wrote on a piece of paper with an instrumental song. You get to create how and why it speaks to you. See, like Mannheim Steamroller, uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra, that kind of music, musical or instrumental stuff. I love that, but that's also orchestras. Yeah, I feel like there's something into going, and you've done this. There's something about sitting down and thinking and developing this story in your head and putting it into lyrics on paper that to me i i can write a short story you have read one of my short stories you know i can do that i cannot fucking write a song i can't do it i cannot take my thoughts and put them down on paper as lyrics so i have to look at like okay sure hand me these lyrics i will attempt to sing them for you yeah and and, you know writing a story you can flesh out your thoughts you know it can be a a lot more in depth with a song you 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 got four minutes or if you're bt bam you have 37.8 minutes minutes. no on average you have three to four minutes to get your story told and to get your point across so you have to be concise but you also have to be smart and, and and you know make it make sense like, there are a lot of songs I hear, I'm like, what the fuck are they even talking about? To the artist, it makes complete sense. I mean, you... And sometimes that, you have to use your own mind to, you know, what does it mean to you? I'm going to use these examples because I have not quite tied you down and forced you to listen to them, but you have. Get Up by Shinedown. Yeah. You know how much those lyrics mean to me. Yeah. Monsters by Shinedown. Eventually, I'll get to another shine. I'll get to a song that's not Shine Down. Are there any other bands? Simple Man by Shine Down. <laughs> Those song. are three I that mean, speak to that's me. That's a cover, but yeah. Well, yes, but okay. Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. There you go. Thank you. Cause I live at home in a trailer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> fight song. Yep. Dancing in the sky. Uh huh. Let's see. What's another one? It was just in my head. That oh, I am the fire by Hailstorm. Okay. Those are like six songs that I are regularly in my rotation because they speak to me. Yeah. Because every one of the lyrics in those songs 
speak to me. Sure. So, I mean, Simple Man is my song to my son. You've tried to record me singing it, and I've sat here and broken down in tears because I, ca- I can't. Right. Dancing in the Sky, same thing. Fight song. I don't know how I can make it through that one without breaking down anymore, but I can. Right. right. But, I mean, those songs, obviously, I listen to them. Those are six songs I listen to all the time. The music's not what does it for me. It is totally sure. the lyrics. And, you know, for me... You know, I, I love metal, and yeah, I, I'm a drummer, so I like loud, challenging, you know, drummy songs. Uh, one of my favorite bands is Northlane. I love the music. I love the guitar sounds that they make. You know, it's it's heavy, it's genty. Um, it, they've gotten a little more... Yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, inside joke there. Um, they've gotten a little more experimental, but that is like a metal band where I feel like if you strip away the music because you don't like the heavy stuff... And you know, you get rid of the screaming, and you just you listen to the guy sing, is, tell his stories. The lyrics, I mean, even before they got their new singer, their lyrics were something that you could listen to and re- relate to. Even if you haven't been through exactly what they've been through, you could relate to it and actually, you know, understand what they're talking about. North and if Flame. you do read the lyrics to Northland, it's like, damn, that is some powerful stuff. And so f- for that band, the music. And the lyrics connect to me. North Lane is the the Mesmer album. Is that the one that I yes, like? Yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. The Mesmer and now the the new one that came out, which off the top of my head, I can't. I had well, it on my I iTunes remember. and then my iTunes went, nope. So for me, music first, because I, I love the drum. I love to play guitar. There are a lot of songs that like, eh, the lyrics, I don't necessarily care that much about it, but I really love the song because I think the music's good. And there are songs that have really good lyrics, but I think the music's crap, so I don't want to listen to it. You know what I mean? That's just where I'm at. Whereas you could be like, I don't care about the music. What's your message? Oh, good. I like that. See, and I listen to a little bit of everything. You pretty much stick to what you know or what I force you to listen to. Yeah, and I I, I branch out a little bit, but I like my metal. I I like real music. So. We'll be listening to the radio, and I will change the, the station every 47.3 seconds. Yeah, not a big fan of the radio. And he's like, how do you know every song? <laughs> it's literally just because I sit at home and clean the house, or somewhat clean the house, clean the kitchen, and just listen to music. Yeah. It, like, and the way you listen to music is you know little parts of every single song. <laughs> so I get it now. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the new Northland album, how can I figure it? It was called Alien. Great listen. Great message uh, about family struggles. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's something we, we differ on. You are more the lyric type. Because and vocalist. I, yeah, and I am more the music type. Musician. Because musician. Yeah, so it makes sense. And there are a lot of songs that you've shown me that, even though it's not really my style or whatever, I enjoy. No, I don't enjoy that one. And there are some songs that I play to you, and you're like, okay, other than the fact that it was 16 and a half minutes long, there was cool parts in there. Oh, my gosh. 45 minute drive home I thought we had listened to six different songs <laughs> we listened to two it was two I seriously got out of the car and bashed my head no, on the door you didn't. No, I said well cue that we can't listen to those two songs after we take it off and, and I was like and that like, was, that was two. two songs like yeah that was two songs like I thought it was six or seven and you say all my shit sounds the same <laughs> Well, the fact of the problem is you thought it was different songs because it doesn't sound the same. There was like eight different movements in one song that went from like country to jazz Look, now, to metal. So. They were great songs. I just thought it was six different songs. Yeah. So, so. therefore, it didn't all sound the same. So it like props songs, to you, so. BT Bam, because you fooled me. Yeah. But 14 and a half minutes now, per song is a little bit too much. If you're a squirrel like Margo. Yes. You're going to want to switch the song every five seconds. Well, if you do that, you're never going to get through a BT Bam song. But if you're a squirrel like Margo, you listen to one BT Bam song and feel like you listen to an album. Yeah, so it works. Much. It works both ways in your favor. You just never will get. You're never going to get through the 18 minutes to swim to the moon. But you're going to enjoy like two of the movements out of it before you hit. Like the uh, Ryan jokes that he's going to make me my own mixtape that is literally nothing but like 30 seconds of, of each songs, song. So, yeah. Like it's going to be like. 12% black but I was I was gonna start singing like Jeremy by Pearl Jam and then like loop it into Jeremy, something hey, hey, hey. It just, it'll just switch random songs no. the first song was a real song the second one I couldn't think of one and so I just went hey hey hey, hey. Jeremy goodbye spoken. Jeremy today da, 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 da. 
I hate you so much. Stop it. Stop it. Now we're demonetized. Oh, so yeah, there you go. Good topics today, guys. Very good. Very, you know, hey, got a little bit interesting in the middle with that semi-controversial topic. We love those because it gets us big made. Big Mad Shoe Podcast. Um, but no, a lot of fun tonight, guys. Thank you for the, the very diverse topics. No racing in this show. Thanks, so, God. Yeah, we, we we almost just need to do our own racing podcast next next year. Maybe we'll do that. But Be careful. You know, we'll get in trouble. We have opinions what, Whatever. Such. It's our podcast. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you for the great topics. This was a lot of fun tonight. A lot of diverse topics today and uh, some controversial deep thinking tonight i i really I, I enjoyed it my brain is stimulated i i feel awake now which i haven't really felt all week so this is nice to get in here and do this they can't <laughs> see your smile she's smiling and laughing but all right well that's gonna wrap up this topic we gotta put a bow put a bow on the topic how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat <laughs> sorry i did eat my chicken earlier relax all right so that's going to wrap up that topic, and it's time to wrap up the show. Guys, thank you all so much for listening and supporting us, giving us your thoughts. If we haven't answered your question yet, it's still in here, and we will get to it. But, of course, it keeps filling up, and it keeps getting more diverse. So keep the thoughts coming. We'll keep the opinions coming. Um, I really appreciate everybody listening. We've been getting some good responses. And uh, if there's anything that you'd like to hear, I don't know, give us your topic. That's what it's all about. You give us the topics. We give you the thoughts. Um, message one of us message the podcast page that's comment right. make sure you go like, on Facebook and like subscribe. us there all that stuff Apple really Podcasts appreciate Woo. it alright guys this has been a fishful <laughs> fishful of what a fishbowl of thoughts that's it now you know it and I don't we're just two lost souls swimming in how many Pearl Jam songs can Marco sing that was that Pink was Floyd Pink I just Floyd. I was yeah. also just singing Pink Floyd so yeah it's time for us to go okay bye alright guys bye bye